you really probably don't know about this from church, from school, from your parents. The way to know about this is to pick up the book from the man and see how it is a process and not a product. Hello and welcome to the Durham Talents channel. My name is Jesse Durham. Welcome to the show where today we're going to be discussing infinite banking, the process that it is and not a product. So the focus is going to be on process over product. Now, let me just begin then, of course, by prefacing with the product. So the ideal product, the most superior product that I'm aware of in America today to privatize your banking is a properly structured whole life policy with a mutual company that pays a dividend. Now, you've heard me talk extensively, but again, if this is your first video, whole life for lots of reasons. Uh, one, because it's permanent. Two, a mutual company. And that simply means that you're a part owner of that company. Whatever the general performance is of that company, you get to enjoy that experience via a dividend. So that company is participating and you as part owner of the company get to enjoy the financial experience of the company via a dividend. And, and I did mention properly structured. Um, this isn't whole life insurance in a cookie cutter fashion. This is properly structured for the banking purpose. And, and then I already mentioned the dividend, of course. So a properly structured whole life policy with a mutual company that pays a dividend. And that leads us into compound interest and lots of different things. But that's, that's to say some about the product. And if you want to know more about the product, I'm sure we'll discuss more just because of the nature of this conversation. But of course, I've done many, many podcast episodes uh, concerning why whole life insurance is the ideal asset. And I encourage you to keep studying. And of course, to read our Nelson Nash's book, Becoming Your Own Banker, the source material. Now, to begin discussing the process of banking, the process and the function of banking. I would actually reference page 26 in Nash's book, Becoming Your Own Banker. He's got a very great diagram right there where he's discussing about how premiums are paid into the life insurance company. And yes, the life insurance company uh, pays out dividends, has expenses for running their operation naturally. And of course, a lot of these companies that I personally own policies with and write business with have been paying out dividends for well over 100 years, well over 100 years consecutively. And then some other expenses that they have are naturally the death benefit claims that they pay out because we're talking about permanent whole life insurance. So at one point or another, sooner or later, all of these policies will mature. Now, also, the insurance company naturally has to put the premium dollars that we pay to work. So whether that is mortgages or joint ventures or long-term bonds, whatever the case happens to be, that money is being put to work. And that, again, ties directly into lots of natural laws. For example, the law of motion. You know, if water is standing still, if it's not being fed from somewhere and not sending out somewhere, if it's not moving, then it becomes stagnant, stale, dead, even nothing's going to be living there. So there are some natural laws that we would see taking place. So the insurance company has to put that to work. 
Also, we see that the commercial banking system, the conventional banking system, also receives deposits, right? That would be the equivalent of our premium dollars. And then they put that money to work via loans for our mortgages and our vehicles and our college educations and weddings and vacations and uh, home remodels, refinances, all the other things that we would use conventional financing for. So that money is being put to work there. Of course, one of the stark differences is that we're not the owner of that commercial bank, whereas we can be and are the owner of a whole life policy. It's a private entity. It's a private asset of ours. But I also like to say that this, and this is right from Nash, and, and I agree and I understand having been a consumer first myself for years before becoming a professional and an agent that was appointed with these same companies that I had bought from, these whole life policies that I as a consumer had bought from and used for practicing the infinite banking concept. Well, this idea of banking, it's just a function. It just is. It exists. Whether we recognize that banking is a function or whether we choose to even acknowledge that banking is a function, it just is. And what Nash said about his infinite banking concept was that it's not a sales gimmick. It's not a sales tool or a plan. He used the word gimmick. It's not a sales gimmick for agents and advisors to be using, but rather it's made for the lay person, this education. I mean, being able to go out and buy a quarter of an inch thick book, large print, big illustrations, a very straightforward, simple, but a paradigm shifting book. Okay, very easy read, very simple read, but it's a paradigm shift. The idea of you can become your own banker. The idea that starting back in 2015, I could learn how to become my own banker. Well, by learning about that process, I'm simply saying here that we're not talking about a sales gimmick. Again, my come from is, is I, as an educated individual, decided that I did want to be on the path of becoming my own banker. And as a consumer, I began to pay significant premiums into first one policy, but then a system of policies over the course of the years where now we pay more and more premium, of course, into a system of policies that we own. And we will continue to do so and add to our system as it's appropriate. And that's exactly what we tell our clients and what we would tell prospective clients. But whether we acknowledge the banking function or whether we're even aware of it, I, I did get on that path of knowing that I wanted to become my own banker, read the book, reread the book read Nelson's other books, of course, asked questions from other practitioners along the way, and I just learned as a consumer everything that I wanted to do to be able to improve and grow and scale what it was that we were beginning to do by just starting on the path of becoming our own banker. And then, of course, I got to the point where I wanted to be able to coach and mentor and teach and educate and propel others along their way to educate themselves in what this idea is and sound money and lots of other principles that are that are helpful to know. And now we do that professionally, of course. So I want to emphasize that having been a consumer first myself helps me even more, I believe, appreciate 
how and why Nash said that, that this idea of infinite banking is not a sales gimmick because I was only a customer for years and I bought multiple policies before I became a professional myself, an agent that was able to write business with companies that I personally owned policies from and to be able to coach and mentor and help propel other folks along their journey to become their own banker. And now, of course, I do get to see that side as a professional, and I recognize that this is so foreign, even to to home office personnel, even to other professionals in the insurance industry, which is very broad. It's a very broad industry. And if you've not read Nash's book, you don't know about infinite banking. You know, if you're not paying significant premiums into properly structured policies that you're using to implement your need of finance, and satisfy that for yourself privately by being an honest banker and everything that's outlaid in Nash's book. You don't know about infinite banking. And that's fine. We all start somewhere. I There was a time when I'd never read the book and then I read the book. There was a time when, you know, I, I did not own the life insurance policies described the way that I describe it. And of course now I do and own several of them, multiple policies with multiple companies. So it's fine if you don't know. I know that there could be folks that are seeing this for the first time. And I also know that there are clients of ours that are watching and listening to this information. And it is a message that cannot get old to be reminded, at the very least, to be reminded or become aware for the first time that banking is a function. Banking is a process. Everything is financed and that we need to recognize that. And of course, when I think about you know, what we what we know, what we don't know. I think of some certain sayings that I've heard over the past several years of being in business and, and studying and learning and implementing this idea of privatized banking. You don't know what you don't know. So, you know, to combat that, I recognize that Nash as well said, we have to fight the arrival syndrome. You know, we have to humble ourselves if we want to be able to continue learning. If we want to fight that syndrome of saying, well, I know that. I know that. I know that. We don't know what we don't know. That was the first thought that I had. The second one was where Will Rogers said, the problem in America isn't so much what people don't know. So that is a problem. And and, and he's recognizing that by saying that. But he continues to say, but the problem is that people think they know and it just ain't so. And that's right in alignment with what Nash says in his book, Becoming Your Own Banker, is that most people's understanding of life insurance is based off of someone else's misunderstanding of life insurance. So I am still a student myself, even even though we pay significant premiums and we own multiple policies with multiple companies and we're several years along this path of becoming our own banker. And even though I am a professional and I'm an agent and I represent companies and I write business and I coach and I mentor, I'm I'm still a student. I'm surrounded by books and, and, and I read them. I'm still reading. I want to get to so many more and uh, I get to have great quality, quality conversations with clients and prospective clients and everything that they're doing in business and we share ideas and it, it's a beautiful thing. And even that is a process. Even that is a process. Actively deciding to learn fighting the arrival, the arrival syndrome, and continuing along our education. 
whether you're a client or whether you are a prospective client, I encourage you on that path as well to acknowledge that education is a process and that when you're green, you're growing, and when you're ripe, you're rotten. And I just don't want to get rotten. But also, specifically, in, in implementing this idea of privatized banking, banking is a process, not a product. Yes, we have found a superior, appreciating, perfectly collateralized asset that we can use to satisfy our need of finance. And, and it has, a, as a product, lots and lots and lots of characteristics that make it the ideal asset. I actually did a, a podcast and a, and a video on whole life insurance, the ideal asset. I would encourage you to check that out. And again, of course, it's it's probably nothing original at all, except for, for my voice saying it, you know, just being someone who has benefited from everything that I've learned from R. Nelson Nash and never having had the advantage of being able to meet him in person. So I'm, I'm very grateful and, and I encourage you to check out his source material, of course, and start there. And I'm just looking here to do my part in spreading the word of, you know, what we've learned, what we've applied, and help speed up, speed up other folks' learning curve on their journey. So if banking just is, and it is, a function, a process, Again, if I reference Nash's diagram on page 26, I think that's a that's a great place to visualize what it is I'm talking about here. Maybe I'll put something up right here to help those that are that are watching and not not just listening. But I described it adequately, I believe. Money's coming in, money's going out. Well, the same is going to be true in your privatized system. Premiums are going to be going in. You're going to pay premiums that should be significant for you. And when I say significant, and when I have conversations with folks that are looking at this idea uh, for starting their first policy or even subsequent policies, I use Nelson's verbiage and I say, well, you know, the premium that you arrive at should, because I'm not going to tell you your number. It, it should be a number, though, that is logical and reasonable for you and your situation. But it should also be imaginative. It should also be a pretty ambitious number uh, for you. And probably if your eyebrows aren't raised a little bit, we're not even talking about serious numbers when we get to numbers, but it's it's something that you should decide is appropriate for you to either start yourself on this journey or to add to your system that you already have, of course. So, Banking is a function. Banking is a process. Here I'd like to point out that as a process, it could be a poor process or a very well-run process. And when I was thinking about Nash's example of the First National Bank of Midland, Texas, where he's discussing how this very large bank had poor processes they were, they were not being honest bankers. Check it out in his book. But the, the bank was being run poorly. There were processes that were not being done well. So even the most profitable business in the world, like Nash says, can be run in the ground, can, can be ruined. And these folks were not running the bank well. They were not being honest bankers. They were not paying back loans. They were not paying back interest. They were making 
speculative decisions. But regardless, what I thought of visually was, you know, a very a very fancy performance car. Let's just take, and I'm not the car guy. You know, for me, the car would be, you know, some late 60s or 70 model Ford Mustang, the Cobras. And anyway, I don't know much about them, but they're beautiful. I can tell you that. Um, and I grow, grew up seeing them. So anyway, if someone had a Ferrari, never having been in one before, they could be well positioned to wreck that car. Or at the very least, not to perform well in it. So again, that to me brings us back to education in a big way. And I love how Nash even starts his book with education. It's like you need to understand some certain things before we can even begin to discuss the banking function and the infinite banking concept and whole life. You just need to understand some certain fundamentals. So beginning with education is is a great great thing so what i'm saying is could a could a ferrari do something more than a more inferior product could do well absolutely a, a ferrari could perform better than an inferior product but what i'm saying is is with a poor process that ferrari even though it's the better or even the best product could be wrapped around a pole could be wrapped around a tree. So there's a difference between product and process. And if we'll focus on the process of who controls the banking function in your life? Who do you want to control the banking function in your life? Once we recognize that that is a process and that we can control that process, it becomes very simple. So let me give a, a very fundamental layout of the infinite banking concept because I know I, I talk with people regularly and, and and they're both wowed by, amazed by the simplicity of the idea because it's in the phrase, become your own banker. That's it. That's it really right there. Become your own banker. There's nothing about product in that statement or that idea, that concept, but there is a process there. And, and it's not accomplished overnight. You know, my wife and I, we own multiple policies with multiple companies, and that's because we've been implementing this idea for seven years. So the process is even in the title of become your own banker. So it's, and it's becoming. So that implies active, right? You're actively becoming your own banker. So the process is a paradigm shift. Again, we're not taught this in school. We're not taught this from our parents. And I'm not pointing fingers. They don't know. They don't know. I didn't know. But it's simply this. You can amass capital in a private entity where you can both grow and still access that capital. Then you can deploy it at will on your terms, then you can recapture that capital. And that's going to include principal, interest dollars that otherwise would have forever left your hands, any profits that you experience. All of that capital can be recaptured honestly and systematically at your discretion. And then you will just simply repeat that process 
infinitely. And again, that's in the phrase itself, becoming your own banker. This is the infinite banking concept. So you can infinitely repeat that process. And then eventually what that is going to lead to, of course, is growing and scaling your system appropriately until your income is equal to your premiums or your premiums are equal to your income. Those two become the same. So again, you're going to amass capital where you own and control it, where you can both grow it and access it at the same time without interrupting the compounding that's taking place. Then, because you can access it without interrupting that compounding, you will deploy it as you see fit for whatever it is that you are already doing or what you may want to do. So financing your vehicles, financing your homes, financing business acquisitions and equipment, financing your vacations, financing college, financing children's weddings, financing whatever it is that you're already doing, you deploy your capital for whatever it is that you're already doing. But because you have this system and this entity and you own it, you can now recapture systematically, you can recapture and honestly be an honest maker. Honestly, recapture that capital in a very planned fashion, in a designed fashion. Who's designing it? You are. You get to choose. This is your private banking system. So if you're paying, if you're paying off a vehicle, well, Jesse, when do I, when do I pay that? I mean, when it, when it's appropriate to you, depending on what you have going on. Do you do that on a monthly basis? Do you do that on an annual basis? You're your own banker. And we can have a discussion about that. The ultimate thing is that you decide to be an honest banker so that we get to this next step, which is just growing and scaling, repeating this process. And eventually you get to where your premiums are equal to the income that you experience. And really, by the time that you add in the factor of dividends, which are not guaranteed, but again, if, if, if you have a policy with a company that's paid a dividend consecutively for over 120 years through global wars and recessions and pandemics and government shutdowns and global conflicts and all these, all these other different things that have happened in, in history, well, then you have a very respectable anticipation of a dividend. And that can even go above and beyond what your income is when talking about the amount of premiums that you could be paying as you build out a system of policies to have a privatized banking system at your disposal to account for 100% eventually over the course of your lifetime, eventually 100% of your financial footprint. And whether that takes, because I, I know I've had clients for, for some years now and that will look differently for different folks. You know, Nash mentioned numbers out there in his book. But ultimately, I mean, does it matter if it takes 21 years, if it takes seven years, if it takes 14 years? It's becoming your own banker. And becoming your own banker is a process. A process where you can amass capital. You can deploy that capital. You can recapture that capital and you can just repeat that process and repeat that process and grow and scale your privatized banking system and if you do and when you do it'll be the most profitable thing that you could choose to do over your lifetime and if we will focus on the process of educating ourselves and if we'll focus on the process of who controls 
the banking function in our lives, then it's going to make for a much more independent and autonomous experience that we can have by being our own bankers. So I hope that this conversation has been helpful to you. And if you'd like to have a private conversation about how to implement the infinite banking concept into your household or your business or your investing, then you can call me at 828-817-4223 or you can email durhamtalents at gmail.com. This has been a great pleasure for me. I look forward to our next conversation. Have a great day. Take care.